You're listening to the Kingdom Project Podcast. These are discussions on biblical theology and interpretation. The emphasis is on context and grace. The goal is to promote biblical literacy by displacing and debunking most modern interpretations. The challenge is to engage in healthy conversation that may stretch, but sharpen iron. This is The Kingdom Project, and I'm your host, Marcus Hall. Hey everybody, what's going on? So yeah, hey, um, good morning, good afternoon, good night, good middle of the night. I don't know where you're at, what you're doing. Um, So hope everything is well. Um, I'm doing good. It's been hot, really, really hot. Those of you that that live around where I live and you know me and you listen to this, you know what I'm talking about. Heat indexes, um, 106 today and, and the day before. We had a bad storm Thursday night. Um, just with really, really strong winds, almost 70 mile per hour winds. And it wiped out a lot of people's, um, power. Thankfully, um, that was not the case at our house. (laughs) I told my wife right before I was like, if the power goes out, we're going to hotel. Uh, thankfully it didn't go out though. Uh, my dad's did. He lives just like a mile down the road. It went out Thursday uh, Thursday night, uh, seven o'clock or so. And it just got back on. It's been over 48 hours and he roughed it out. The, the old, (laughs) the old man, um, and, uh, my mom and the two dogs, they, they just stuck, they just stuck around at the house and, uh, sweated it out. So kudos to them. I said, I could not do it. You are a stronger man than I, so um yeah um Facebook uh Facebook uh, group discussion page is now on uh the Kingdom Project podcast page on there so not you know not a lot of people in there yet um, that's okay humble beginnings are good right um but I'm putting that in there for people's ideas on what they want to you know, hear maybe or ask questions or even comment or uh, get in the conversation about a about an ap- episode. So encourage you to do that and subscribe and like and you know this is this whole thing that you know uh, I'm trying to figure out Patreon and Patreon and and stuff like that in case people want to give money and everything. But the 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 best thing that you could do to support and this podcast is to rate, you know, subscribe, leave a rating and a review and just share it. Um, if there's, you know, your favorite episode or the most thought provoking one or whatever, share it on your Facebook show, uh, or Twitter, Instagram, whatever, um, uh, just share it to get it out there. That's the best thing that that you could do, and that's the the thing I would be um, uh, the most uh, thankful for. Really, is to, um, to have that happen. So, you know, other than that, um, you know, thanks for listening. And uh, so, let's talk about um, hedges of protection. 
Uh, everybody knows this, right? Everybody knows this is not just a charismatic thing. It's just common. Um, praying a hedge of protection. Where does it come from in the Bible? And is it, you know, is it is it biblical? You know, yeah, um, you can say it's biblical. Absolutely. Um, but along with, you know, praying for people, um, you know, traveling mercies, you know, and I'm, I'm not making fun of that. I'm just saying, you know, it's just those common things that we we uh, we hear and we've all prayed. I'm sure traveling mercies, uh, a hedge of protection around um, this person or this this family or hedge of protection around the church during, during the service. So Satan can't come in and all that stuff. So um, <laughs> just going to look. It's only in two places only in two places in the Bible and those uh, are in the Old Testament and the, f- the first one is in uh, Job actually the, the book of Job and it, it's uh, it, it's interesting to uh, just uh, to read it so um, the first it, it, it comes from Job 1 verse 10 and satan well let's let's yeah see this satan satan talking the satan the adversary to the lord actually verse 9 um he says does uh, job fear god for no reason and then 10 says have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every side you have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. All right, so there's that text, and um, you know, for let me. The first thing I'll I'll mention is that sometimes this is used as a spiritual warfare tactic when it comes to prayer. Um, it's not mentioned here as a spiritual warfare tactic at all. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's uh it's just sort of funny to me uh scrolling through my notes here hold on <laughs> uh th- this is simply it, it it doesn't even really say you know he says have you not put a hedge around him um he goes on to say but stretch stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will curse you to your face and the lord said to the satan behold all that he has is in your hand only against him do not stretch out your hand so uh that's that's all we get um is this hedge thing there so um god never confirms or nor does he deny if there's a hedge um around him protecting him um i think it's more of a ling- uh, you know it's part of just the vernacular uh that's being used and so that that's interesting to to me um and then it's just more of this linguist linguistic how do you say that word uh um way of saying saying that you protect him and god may very well have been protecting him but um i don't even think 
Job would have even known that God was protecting him at this time. This was actually the the first account um, Old Testament uh, book that we have, and um, that's why it's really um, messes up some people's understanding because it's sort of just tucked in there in the in, in, in within the Old Testament. Uh, this is probably this should have been you should have a, a couple of parts of Genesis like the first few chapters, and then stick Job in there, and then go to the rest of Genesis. Uh, so, uh, we you know we just don't really know uh, what's going on, but um, he, he was blameless and upright. Um, he feared God and he turned away from evil. Evil, so uh, he he would have been considered righteous. Um, so was God protecting him there with a hedge? You really can't say. We don't know. Um, we could go ahead and just look up this in another. Uh, just always so unprepared, Marcus. I'm, you know, so unprepared. <laughs> All right, the edge. That's verse ten. Let's see what this. Let's see what's going on here in the blue letter Bible. When it says a hedge, a hedge or a fence up or about. That's it. So, the the adversary, the the Satan here is saying, "Have you put a fence around him?" God neither confirms or denies that, as I said. Okay, Hosea 2 is the other place that you will find this, and it's actually more a hedge of thorns. And it's in chapter 2, verse 6, and it says, Therefore I will hedge up her way with thorns, and I will build a wall against her so that she cannot find her paths. So, in order to understand the context of what's going on in here, what's funny is this is not um, this is not a, a hedge of protection. Actually, this is about God. Um, God actually putting a uh, a hedge of thorns around her uh, Israel. Um, and because of their unfaithfulness and their adulterer being a uh, you know adulter adulterous nation, and he's going to put this around them to bind them up to make them realize the sin that they're in to to come back to him. Uh, it's very interesting actually. So. Um, Praying a hedge around someone may seem like it's this nice prayer, this noble endeavor, you know, or whatever. Um, the intent, you know, is to petition the Lord to protect uh, the target from from all things that are, you know, demonic, satanic, or whatever. To seek um, uh, th this divine protection, uh, and um, it's just, you know, it's you know, shrubbery though. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. It's landscaping, you know, and it's uh, um, it's it's divine landscaping. Um, it's a, a protective um, 
transcendent gardening that comes from God around the individual. Um, it, but it, but it, it's always temporary because in in its effectiveness because. Um, since one is has to keep praying the hedge prayer over and and over again, you know it's it, it it's you know I I don't know it, that's just sort of interesting to me. Um, so if you noticed, all I did was just really just read those two texts, um, <laughs> and then it, it, it explained a little bit, and that's all. But I read them in, in context. And so um, it's not even like you have to have an in, in-depth, exegetical, exegetical uh, approach to some of these things. Um, when, when they're in their full context, um, they're not prescribing praying for a hedge around somebody. Um, in, in the case of Ho- Hosea, this it's not even a protective blessing or a divine protection, but it's a divine judgment from God on his people for their adulterous ways uh, because they have been pursuing other gods uh, before him. And then in the case of, of Job, like I said, the mention of, of this hedge is just linguistic. There's the word finally rose out of my tongue. Linguistic imagery that describe God's protection and pointed to um pointed to him um uh you know being a father of someone who believed in him and and feared him because um and, and that's what is just going on there so uh what you've got a phrase hedge right around somebody in those two cases and they're just sort of misunderstood or just taken out of context and then now we just have this way of praying for people and and it doesn't really make sense but but here's the thing is it wrong like no it's not wrong you know i, I think maybe we should just drop the phrase altogether and just pray for protection you know hey this is you know and in whatever way you know but because um, you know, it, it's not even the question of is it is it wrong, but like, does it do any good? You know, there's no harm in it. I don't think at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to bring these, um, bring it to light there, show it in context, and and um, and and just put it out there, just that way, like that. Um, so you know, hedges of protection. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, what if your greatest weakness is what is as a Tim Hawkins? Uh, I don't know much about him, but I heard that joke something like, like, what if your greatest weakness is uh, landscaping? <laughs> you know, because the the devil's supposed to know your greatest weakness or something. He's gonna just go in there and just. So, I would say that if we're gonna use prayers for hedge of protection um in the way that we do why aren't we just praying that hedge um and the 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 thorns the hedge of thorns from like hosea why don't we just pray that around um uh, the devil so uh keep him busy in there um doing uh yard work for a while and then maybe um you know 
<laughs> Maybe at some point he'll get out. I don't know. Of course, if you listen to my other episodes, you know how I feel about that topic of the Satan. So, yeah, there you go, man. Hedges of protection. Uh, sort of debunked, but at least giving you a clear insight um, where that comes from and what's going on. Okay, there you have it. Just a little short context episode there. So check us out on Facebook. Subscribe, like, please share. And questions, comments, disagreements, whatever. Shoot me an email at thekingdompodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, be a mustard seed, be leaven, and thank you for listening. <laughs>